Hello, I'm Eddie French, and you might recognise me from such icy news noises as... <coughs> Daddy! And who could forget... <coughs> well, the good news is, is that I now have my own podcast. It's called Pick Scraped, and it is a fortnightly sketch show uh, made entirely by me. So if that sounds like the sort of thing you'd like, go to wherever you get your podcasts and listen to it. Thank you. Pick Scraped. You're listening to IC News, the only network bringing you the stories from across the multiverse. "'Tis I, Sebastian Forlock, the primest and most proper of all the gentlemen correspondents here at the network. Today, I'm bringing you a very special episode of IC News. It's both a privilege and an honour to be handed the reins for this unique journalistic endeavour, and I hope you'll enjoy joining us as together we digest the frankly monumental news of the week. But why are you hearing from me, I hear you ask? Well, please, allow me to explain. It's been a rough few months for old Sebasti Poos, as I'm sure you'll have heard. I've had a slight struggle with some personal issues, shall we say. The divorce has been somewhat of a trial, and unmoored from the safe harbour of my marriage, doubts started to creep into just about every aspect of my very identity. As the network's resident conservative correspondent, my life, my whole reason to be, no less, was wrapped up in subservience to my masters. I craved the taste of boot leather, lusting hungrily after every humiliation. (laughs) But every crack of the whip, once music to my ears, began to feel dull and limp. Blind devotion to the Tories just didn't feel punishing and humiliating enough anymore. I needed something extra, something truly groveling and pathetic, something that would reduce me to the snivelling, loathsome toady I've always believed in my heart that I could be. In short, I needed to find an institution that demanded my unwavering subservience and undying loyalty, despite clearly caring not one jot for my health, my well-being or my life. I was starting to worry that I'd never find it. (laughs) But then, I remembered just how utterly cowed and pathetic Nicholas Witchell looks all the time, and I thought, that's the job for me. So it brings me the greatest of pleasures that can only be derided from one's own complete debasement to reintroduce myself to you all. I am Sebastian Forlock, and I am the new Royal Correspondent here at IC News. 
from now on, if there's a whiff of a royal scandal permeating out of Buckingham Palace, I'll be right there hurling myself to the floor and begging for the opportunity to lick up whatever rancid piss has collected on the pavement. I am but a humble subject, O oh great and wonderful masters. I prostrate myself before your radiant brilliance. I offer my neck to your noble boot heel. Subjugate me. Subjugate me! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Before we begin in earnest, however, to commemorate the occasion, I've taken full control of the network's budget and commissioned a local artist. This is the rather exotic Daniel Sutcliffe. And today he's going to be painting one wall of the studio with a mural celebrating our wonderful British monarchy. That's right! I'll be capturing all the feelings the British royal family inspire in me and we'll be unveiling it at the end of the show. Now, if you don't fucking mind, you weird little creep of a man, I like to work in private. But, of course, far be it from me to obscure the radiance of your muse, good sir. Yeah, whatever, pal. Oh, and it's cash up front, don't forget. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes, of course, here here you go, there's... uh... 500, as as we agreed. <laughs> Smashing. Well, go on then. Fuck off. <laughs> so so profane, so gloriously rugged. I, I look forward to seeing the glory of the House of Windsor, viewed through the prism of such authentic serfdom. Best of luck to you, my good artiste. Don't fucking touch me. Oh, my. <clears throat> Now, as we leave our man to his noble work, it's time, of course, to address the big story of the week. (laughs) The only story of the week, in fact. Hence this special broadcast. The good name of the British royal family has been dragged through the muck, all in the name of celebrity infotainment. The Duke and (coughs) Duchess of Sussex rocked the very foundations of the monarchy in an interview with Oprah Winifrey this week. They alleged some shocking conduct on the part of the royal household, from a lack of support against the onslaught of the tabloid press to a member of the family itself questioning how dark their son's skin would be. It has rightfully appalled the nation— For here, in Britain, we simply won't stand for the suggestion that an institution, one of which is entire existence, is dependent on the concept of one bloodline being inherently superior to any other, could ever be such a ghastly thing as racist. Here to discuss this scandal are two people whose lived experiences offer them some real insight. That's right, it's time once again for Fighting Talk. Artisan rubbish designed to generate outrage, leading to clicks and advertising revenue. Fighting Talk! Before we start, I'd like to welcome our guests to the studio. Representing Meghan Markle, we have Alison June Smith, a crude, grasping American fame whore of a tartlet. 
We're also going to be bucking the national trend of discussing racism with a panel of entirely middle-aged white misogynists by welcoming Che Burnley, who I can assure you is a gloriously urban shade of black. Oh, you know what? I was going to object to the American fame whore of a tarlet line, but after hearing that other introduction, Che, you go ahead. Thanks, Alison. I actually think I'm going to wait a second. You know, really bite down on this tongue of mine. I'd like to see what this chinless vanilla mini-milk of a man actually has to say first. Let's start with you then, Alison. I suppose my first question is really rather simple. Why are American women like you so utterly ghastly and so utterly unsuited to the role of royal wife? Okay, buddy. First of all, I'm not American, I'm Canadian. And secondly, kind of seems to me like nobody's that suited to marrying into British royalty. You either die in a tunnel or live long enough to see yourself become the butt of a running joke about toe-sucking. Yeah, because Fergie was the half of that marriage who really deserves the kink-shaming. The tabloids are desperate to make the story all about Meghan Markle, but the actual scandal here is how dysfunctional she's shown the entire royal setup to be. You raise some interesting points, uh, none of which I want to talk about, because none of them are criticising Meghan Markle, so I'll ignore you. Che, I'll come to you instead. You're black and British, so tell me this. What did you think when you heard the accusation that a member of the royal family asked how dark Archie's skin would be? Well, I've got to tell you, Sebastian, I was shocked. Truly shocked. I couldn't believe a word of it. It was simply unbelievable. Yes, now, yes, see, this is the sort of thing I wanted to hear in this debate. I mean, just imagine it. A member of the royal family says something blatantly racist, and it wasn't Prince Philip. Unbelievable. Oh, that's that's not quite what I meant. Uh, and I have to say, criticising Prince Philip as he recovers from major surgery is in the most appallingly bad taste. Well, in that case, I'm sure he'd approve wholeheartedly. Speaking in bad taste has certainly never stopped him before. But on that point, let's not do Piers Morgan's job for him. I know someone has to, because he can't anymore, but I'm not rushing to fill the vacancy of Britain's biggest arsehole. The interview with Oprah was recorded before Philip ever went into hospital, so the timing of all this is no fault of Harry's or Meghan's. It's just another bullshit line of attack from the furious old hacks who are never going to embrace a black woman the way they embrace Kate. Also, I've checked, there hasn't been a day in the last three years that Prince Philip hasn't been on the verge of death. Sometimes you've just got to work around these things, you know? Well, this is all getting rather hostile, I have to say. Let's not forget that Prince William himself spoke up this week to assure us all that the Windsors are not a racist family. <laughs> well, that's all fine then, isn't it? If white people insist they're not racist, then they mustn't be. Like the former executive director of the Society of Editors saying that it was up to Harry and Meghan to provide evidence of racism and bigotry in the tabloid press, shortly before stepping down from his role. Maybe if the racism had happened at a Pizza Express in Woking, it would be more believable. Obviously, cultural and institutional racism definitely don't exist. That whole empire of white supremacy thing was presumably fine and hasn't left a lasting societal legacy whatsoever. See, I knew you could be reasonable. And you know, all that overtly racist stuff that we've endured over the last few years, well, they're, they're just gaffes, aren't they? Clumsy misunderstandings. Exactly. Harmless cultural faux pas, a lot of them, from the Nazi costumes to the racial slurs. 
I mean, when I was six, kids calling me a monkey were obviously racist, but a former BBC radio DJ posted a picture of their child as a monkey. That's a simple misinterpretation, and I should teach my six-year-old son now the comedic nuance of chip noises when we go to football matches. I'm not sure this guy is ever going to get it. Fuck me. I thought Sam was oblivious. I'm an ally. Do you seriously not get this, Sebastian? Do you not see the gulf of difference between the way the tabloid press have reported on Kate and Megan? Kate eats an avocado, it's harmless morning sickness cure. Megan eats one, and she's supporting ISIS, famine, and global poverty. Maybe it's the way she eats an avocado, then. Have you considered that possibility? Holy shit, dude. And let's not forget that the tabloid press and the royals are separate entities. The attitudes of the press and the attitudes of the royals are not interchangeable. No, but they are hopelessly intertwined, which was the exact point Harry made in the interview. The monarchy endures as a hostage of the press, and the monarchy failed to defend Meghan from its clearly biased attacks on her. And that bias is built on a foundation of racism. Also, I hate to piggyback here, but Megan was a woman with her own career, and she's outspoken, vocal, and American. She never fit the image of the demure, obedient princess, and the tabloids weren't exactly keen on that either. So you're saying all of this is the fault of racism and misogyny, are you? Those classic catch-all caveats of the woke brigade. Aren't you happy with the scalps this scandal has already claimed? Piers Morgan has been toppled, for heaven's sake, just for speaking his truth. Oh, for fuck's sakes, Piers Morgan won't be going anywhere, you dumbass. He's a human floater and totally unflushable. I give it a week before he's announced as the latest signer for GB News. And he'll build a new empire spite in the same tired, victim shit he's always spouted. Because apparently, claiming oppression and then building a media career out of it is actually perfectly permissible. But only when you're a white man and a total cunt. Well, that's just uncouth, and I'm calling it there. Thank you both. It's time to wash the rancid taste of this unpleasant debate right out of my mouth. Partisan rubbish designed to generate outrage, leading to clicks and advertising revenue. Don't forget to work around the silver spoon there, Sebastian. Fighting talk. Terribly sorry about that, everyone. You just can't get the guests these days. We're almost nearing the end of our allotted time for this episode, and I think we can all agree that we've conclusively proven what I've always known all along. The British royal family is a timeless, revered institution above all fault and criticism, and deserving only of our undying affection and support. Which is why it gives me great pleasure to now return to our artist in order to unveil his mural honouring them to the world. <clears throat> Tell me, my good man, how does this piece heal the unpleasant wounds this ghastly week has inflicted upon our cherished royalty? Well, me chinless friend, it's very simple. This work highlights what's truly important about the monarchy. None of the chaff, or the noise, or the pomp and ceremony. It drills down into the heart of what's genuinely newsworthy about a life of committed public service. It highlights the past, the present, and the future of the monarchy in glorious technicolour for all to see. Well, that sounds positively wonderful, and I can't take the suspense any longer. Please, my friend, 
pull the rope and unveil your work in all of its glory. <laughs> you asked for it, pal. No refunds! <gasps> what the fuck is this? I told you, mate. It's what's important. But all you've done is paint the words... Andrew is a massive nonce in giant letters. I know. Weirdly, not a claim Prince William has rushed to deny yet. Well, this is unforgivable. It's an outrage. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But apparently, we're more asked about whether or not a black woman gets to live a life free of the intrusions of the tabloid press. Personally, I think I made a pretty cracking font choice. Cover it up. Cover it up immediately. That's it. I'm, I'm calling time on this. Roll the credits and end this now. <clears throat> I'm Sebastian Forlock, and this has been a very special episode of IC News. me, Danny Sutcliffe. I'm here today with a right bargain for you. And no, it's not just the mystery me I've got in the back of my van. Although that is also primo stuff, so meet me behind odd bins and flash your full beams if you're interested. If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, we've got a special offer for you. Sign up now as one of our early bird supporters and you can get access to all of our exclusive content for just £2 a month. If you want bonus podcast sketches, compilation episodes and ICU stories, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get them. You've got to be quick though, this deal is limited to the first 500 patrons and they'll get snapped up quick. It's the best way to show your support for the show and you'll be helping us to grow moving forwards. As always, thank you for all of your support and we hope you enjoy the show. And no, it's not badger me. And if Brian May tries to tell you otherwise, he's a fucking liar. <laughs>